Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Up Radio. One of the things that I have been exploring with this new project called Do It Anyway, which is about the imposter syndrome, and you can find out more if you want to go to the, the homepage if you're interested, the homepage of behaviorgap.com. One of the things I've been exploring is why is it that the imposter syndrome uh, seems to be at least as common, if not more common, with people who do who are, who are high achievers. So it doesn't go away. You would expect it to go away as your inch achievement, your success, your record of achievement continued and increased. You would expect it to go away. At least that's what I would have expected. You would expect it to go away, right? Maybe you feel the imposter syndrome early on because you are indeed an imposter early on. We all are imposters early on. It's what we call the in this project, we call them newbies, right? You feel the imposter syndrome as a newbie because you are an imposter. <laughs> um, but you would expect that it would go away as you get increasingly comfortable with your own success. But it, it, it actually doesn't. For most people, it doesn't. The imposter syndrome is very, very common. Some studies put it at 70% of high-achieving, successful adults feel feelings of being an imposter or, or a fraud. So the question I've had is why? And one of the reasons that I, I've, I've, I believe this is true is because there, if you, if you were sort of to graph this, if you were to graph success, and it's an upward sloping line, right? If you did it as a line graph, and it was an upward sloping line. So you would have maybe uh, time as the bottom axis and success as the left hand, the horizontal axis. And as you go out over time, that line is getting is going up and to the right, away from the bottom axis. Well, just envision that that space between the line and the axis is getting higher and higher off the ground. And I like to. Th I think that's a good way to think about it. Is the reason the imposter syndrome doesn't seem to go away. In fact, it often gets worse as you have more success. Is because the air beneath you is getting more and higher and higher, right? Like the fall to the ground is getting further and further away. Like it's going to hurt more. You're looking the consequences. That's an interesting way to put put it, right? The consequences of failure seem to be getting larger and larger and larger. So that that that's why the feeling doesn't go away. And the little secret, the little do it anyway secret is we don't want the feeling to go away. Right? We that's not this book isn't about how to get the how to how to conquer the imposter syndrome, how to punch the imposter syndrome in the face. That's not what this project's about. It's about learning to live with it. And in fact, sort of dance with it and say, hey, my friend, I'm glad you're back. Let's get to work. So it's not going to go away. And one of the reasons it doesn't go away is because as your success continues and you build a track record of success, you tend to, right, more and more people are looking at you and saying, oh, that, that guy's a success. That girl's a success. Look at all they've done. And that that adds to it, and everything that happens continues to make you think, oh my gosh, if I fall now, it's going to really hurt. So that's one of the reasons it doesn't go away. I find that fascinating, and it's really interesting to think about the implications of it in terms of how do we do meaningful work, even when, and maybe especially when, those feelings are around. 
So I hope that's helpful to you. And as always, if you've got thoughts on this, I'd love to hear them. The email address to use to guarantee that it will be read is hello at behaviorgap.com. That's hello at behaviorgap.com. Talk to you soon.